The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books, and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope every wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night is the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle, inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey, stop. <laughs> why why do you look like you're like here under duress, Jay? Like you look like you are a hostage. <laughs> you know, I, I really did have it in my head to just do something quirky and I had to fight. <laughs> so that's what happened. That's how I look when I'm fighting quirky. <laughs> I felt bad. I was looking at you, I was like, let let him go. <laughs> Set him free. I don't know. I really just want to say nanu nanu. Like you should have done that. Should, nah. Yeah, man. And nah. then and then and then all the all the friggin' all the friggin' senior citizens would have got up and clapped. They would have messed around and clinked their canes on the ground like that boy's good. That boy's good. <laughs> Next. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Damn, but Nanu Nanu. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What was that button supposed to do, Oz? <laughs> no, I was muted. That's my mute. Button. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought I, I didn't realize. Got it. Got it. I was like, I didn't know if you were trying to play a sound effect or something and it didn't work. And then you just went with Nanu Nanu, but Na Nanu Nanu was still funny. But well, the first <laughs> one was, like, was way better, but it was muted. So he didn't hear it. Like, got it. Got it. Okay. That, that all makes sense. There it is. Look, Oz is like, only a fool sees a good idea and chooses not to use it, right? <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. I might be having audio issues, so let me know if you hear him. I, I too was going to say something quirky, and then my audio <laughs> started cutting off. Oh, but, you you sound fine. Yeah, yeah, that I, it did something off camera right now, but we'll see. We'll see if it continues. Okay. I think it was a Night. good word for Wordle because you get three of your vowels out of there. That is true. Audio is a good word for Wordle. Um, that's a nice shirt, Mo. Thank you. I, Thank I'm sitting here like, I feel like that might be the most color I've seen you wear in probably like two and a half years. Most comic booky thing or most colorful? Like, no, colorful. Like I'm just trying to think of like, I, I can't. Like I'm. It's wild because I'm like, when's the last time I've seen you in that much color? I'm like, I can't even think. Of, I can't remember. Yeah, it's it's really really rare. Uh, 
Yeah. I, for Comic Con, I had the bubble shirt that I wear occasionally mm-hmm. here on the show, but that's uh, again, I only wore, wore that either like twice here on the show and then once at Comic Con. Yeah, that's that's the shirt where <laughs> I lost you because I was looking for you and I was just looking yeah. for the dark spot in the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the dude that always hooks us up with the, the American University of Health Sciences where we did our WinterCon stuff, he's like, oh my God, like when he saw me, he's like, <laughs> Because I'm always wearing black, <laughs> right? But he's like, right. he, yeah, people don't they. I can hide in the crowd that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like it's not even like it's Superman with his glasses. That's that's Mo in a in a multicolored shirt. Yeah, <laughs> don't even look like him. It's like the opening splash page for uh, it was it Spider Man number one, right? Like the McFarlane art. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's a uh, yeah, best twenty bucks I ever spent. There it is. There it was it is. a gamble because it was an ad on Instagram. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. By by a company called Uni Uni. <laughs> so like, wait, so you clicked that and you were like, I'm gonna buy that shirt. Hell yeah. Mo's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, if that twenty dollars is gone, it's gone. But yeah. if I get that shirt, life is good. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I bought a couple like that. I got that Venom one that I always wear, the black one, the Eric Larson yeah. coat. So I got a McFarlane one, I got a Larson one, and yeah. I just need a, a good Umberto Ramos one. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. That would be really cool. So uh as for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because we are gonna be talking to you all about the new Disney Plus series and the latest installment in the Star Wars universe, uh, Ahsoka. So we're going to be talking about that. We are also going to be talking to you all about Babylon 5, The Road Home, uh, a new animated film that adds to the, the Babylon 5 canon. So we'll be doing all that. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, and we'll tell you how it is that you can do that in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. And uh, with that said, let's have the intern do her thing. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Yeah, like she said, fantasticforum.live. You can call in. You can uh, jump onto YouTube or you can jump onto uh, Twitch. We'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as, uh, Jay, can you insert a witty chat comment here for me, please? First, good sir. Uh, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did you guys see Blue Beetle? This is a character that will be part of the new DCU. Yeah, Willie, though. Willie, <laughs> uh, it's we're gonna talk about that next week because Lawrence doesn't like us talking about stuff when it comes out and is fresh in people's minds. So right, we're, we're I want to stale. We're holding it. Push uh, it back one more week. Like Ahsoka, <laughs> <laughs> really gotta wait till people stop caring, which you know technically is now anyway. So <laughs> damn Oz. So tune in next week, Eric Claw, and you'll hear us talking about La Cucaracha Azul. I was actually reading an article on why uh, the movie performed so poorly. Uh And, you know, of course, it's mostly comes down to 
the strike and the lack of promotion, mm -hmm. um, which sounds fair. Yeah, I read, I read an article about it. Oh, sorry, Jay. Oh, I saw it in theaters. So Did you like it? We, I didn't hate it. Like, oh. It was better than Strays. <laughs> Look, it Blue Beetles cleared that high bar. <laughs> better, better than Strays. They're gonna put that on the back of the DVD. <laughs> Jay, Fantastic Four. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Bo? Well, no, I read an article that said that the failure of this movie is gonna make it so that we get less Latino representation in popular culture. And um, yeah, it is, but it's almost like threatening. Like, <laughs> you guys don't, you know, it, because if it fails, this is what's going to happen. And it's like, that's just, you know, it's kind of like, it's a weird concept because it's really like, it just, there's a lot to pick from in superheroes, you know? And then it's like, what quality of movie are you doing? You know, it's not like they made, you know, even when they make something like, the closest thing to like maybe like a godfathery or something like that would be like a Scarface, but it's still like that's not <coughs> not really Latinos doing it, right? <laughs> so, right. Or at least not everybody in it, you know. So, but yeah, so it just depends on how you do it. Like representation doesn't have to be in superheroes. I hear it does, but <laughs> that that article is dumb for that because <laughs> it's not like. Especially now, superhero movies aren't the be all end all for anybody. Like, it used to save, you know, there was a time where it saved people's careers, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and now there's a little bit of, of a lull, but that's that's really any kind of fiction, really. Like, you, we make it a trend, you 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 get the meat out of the watermelon, then you get all the rinds and to grow another watermelon. If If there's a superhero movie, and you're basing your choice on whether or not you're going to go see it and buy that ticket on the skin color of the main character, then you've got some serious priorities screwed up at that point. Because I don't well, care. I don't care if he's black, white, green, purple. You know, if I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to see Blue Beetle just because the guy's Mexican. I'm going to see it because I want a certain story, and I want it to be good. But you, you don't you realize it already, right? What's that? Did you see it already? I saw it. Oh, okay. I, I paid extra money. I saw it on a, a big big IMAX. I did too. <laughs> Actually, I'm wondering, curious about your opinion because I didn't expect there to be so much cord. Wait, wait, that but actually. But <laughs> we, we got we got we're supposed to be doing that, this whole thing next week. So oh, you know we talk about superhero stuff on this. I, on this I'm show. just saying, like y'all, look, y'all, y'all act like y'all don't know what we're doing. Like, more representation. I start do the whole, about the do the whole, and you know, you're gonna um, do the whole segment for next week. This week, I mean, hey, we can we can call it audible. I don't mind. You no representation. There you go. Lawrence hates it. Squashing <laughs> it like like cucaracha. <laughs> uh, quick, quick preview for next week. The Ted Cord stuff made me happy, and I wish it was a Ted Cord movie. 
Oz, <laughs> see, now it's interesting, Oz, because what I was going to ask you, though, is, you know, you said, hey. Save it for next week, man. Yeah, now, now who's extending the segment? Oh, my God. I wasn't I wasn't gonna talk about Blue Beetle itself. Oh. I was talk I was talking about the nature of the comment that Oz made. Oh. Be- <laughs> like I'm not, because because you're saying, you know, if if you know the skin color of the main character is a determinative factor in whether you go see a movie or not, your priorities are messed up. I was just more of the idea like well, doesn't that depend? Because, I mean, you can't be mad. Like, say, you know, obviously we know the Blue Beetle and we know Blue Beetle in multiple incarnations, right? We know that that there is a young Latino Blue Beetle. And for us, par, you know, that's par for the course. But so our main concern is you need to do it right. Make it good if you're going to do that, right? But... For the average person that doesn't even know Blue Beetle exists, right? <laughs> and they see a young Latin superhero, like, is it wrong for, like, say, a young Latin kid to be like, man, we don't really get a lot of Latino superheroes. I would like to see that. That's not, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? No. Yeah, it kind of is. What, what's wrong with that? It just feels like. You're basing your decisions on skin color. I don't think that's a, a good it's thing. Not, they're not basing decisions. They're more, uh, it's an added bonus. And it's, it's, I try not to talk about this movie because what No, no, it, but I'm not asking you about the movie. I'm asking. It actually felt kind of insulting. No, uh, no, in I get it. But I, yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about it specifically. I'm just saying in general, like in the same way how there were people that were excited that Namor was Latino, right? And, you know, I mean, I, I'm with you in the sense that because I like to see my characters look like what they look like on the... on the. See, uh, now, that's, that's a whole different comic? thing, though, because Namor doesn't look like that in the comics. Blue Beetle, this... Jaime Reyes does look like that in the comics. That's that's a little bit of a... Right. Yeah, but, but see, you keep, you keep going back to the specific, though, but I'm, not, I'm talking about general things where I'm just saying, like, generally speaking... It's like there were people that were drawn into going to go see Wakanda Forever specifically because they were like, oh, it's like a Latin Namor. I I want to see that because they don't you don't get to see a lot of Latin superheroes. And that's when and, you get you know, crappy movies. But what I don't understand, like what but Wakanda Forever wasn't crappy. And then on top oh, yeah, of that, it it's like okay. And that's fair. Hey, if that's how you feel about it, but what I'm saying is. Repre- like Latin representation, what that doesn't make for a crappy movie. It's like that has nothing to do with whether how good the movie is or isn't, right? That's kind of what I said at the beginning too. Where it's like it's more about what the movie is. It could see in addition to that. When I hear representation, it's not just that the the character is Latino. Then they're gonna they're gonna do what they think is Latin. You know they're they're eating tacos and doing this and do like doing all this stuff that like takes it to mix it into like a, a parody a cartoonish version of in this case a Mexican family. On top of that, it goes back to the whole thing where, yeah, this character may be Mexican, but they're they're trying to represent all Latin people. Not all Latin people are Mexican, and some people would be insulted if you call them Mexican. And they're technically more American, right? Because they're American Mexican. 
Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, is you don't have to, like, I think what you're talking about is ways that people get it wrong. And what I'm saying is, like, you could have, like, you don't have to have a Latin superhero and they have, like, strong, I guess, cultural, you know, overtones to the character. They could just happen to be Latino. Now, no, they don't do that is that, the problem. That That's that's well, my problem yeah, right there. They, they don't just they do, do that. that. You don't watch the stuff that where they do that, though. Because it's usually. But otherwise, you, otherwise, you would watch Riverdale. And, and I, yeah, Veronica, <laughs> Veronica, like her whole family is Mexican American, and they're not—they're not eating tacos. They're not—they—they they speak in Spanish, Spanglish every now and then, but it's mainly for for like emotional moments, not for uh, parody, you know. And the dude's like not a gardener, you know, like he's the head of a financial firm in New York. I'll tell you what I do watch: Superman and Lois, where the lanes are not lanes, the. Um... Lang? Uh, Langs, yeah. Uh, the the dude that Lana Lang married is, I think Mexican, some yeah. kind of Spanish speaking, and the daughter like she'll throw out the Spanglish all the time. Yeah, especially when talking to the dad. That's that's a fine example of a, of a family right there. It's not they don't mm -hmm. take it too too far. Derek <laughs> Derek A says Oscar self hate makes me sad. <laughs> no, but and, yeah, and I think that but that's makes me sad. What what makes you sad? Derek's life in general, just where <laughs> but I I guess the whole thing where it's like I think it depends. Like I do think you're right in your statement where you're like, you know, if I feel like if you're uh uh like say for instance, if you're like a white person and you're like, I'm not gonna go see that because it has Latin people in it as the main character. That's kind of messed up. But if you're a Latin person and you're like, oh, I'm going to go see that joint because it has Latino people in it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't see any problem with that, especially considering that it's like it's a rarity. It's like, you know, it's like especially considering like, you know, just like there's people that are talking about the movie and how it didn't do well specifically because they're like, oh, like these this cultural these cultural overtones that they tried to toss in here you know, are no good. And it's kind of like, well, that's kind of wild because it's like, I mean, to mess around and just be like, oh, well, it's too Latin for mainstream. It's like, I mean, no, I, I, I haven't seen the movie yet. I've read, I've read at least 10, 15 different articles, each saying a different reason why the movie failed. Mm -hmm. So it, it it's probably some combination of all of that. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the cultural overtones is actually at, would be at the bottom of that. Okay. This movie had way bigger problems. People <laughs> love Taco Bell. <laughs> like, you know? I mean, it's, it's like even saying like, oh, you know, having you you say like having Latin family come there all eating tacos. It's like we live in America. Like everybody eats tacos. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's like weird that it's like why is it that when a Latin family does, it's like oh they're trying to shove this Latino stuff down our throat. It's like like he looks at tacos. Like, like you guys will probably look at somebody making black people eat watermelon or something in the movie. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I'm saying, like a lot of people eat watermelon too, and yeah. it's like you know, like the the sad fact of the matter though is like if we look at that and it, we have a problem with it, it's because yeah. of America's history. 
not because there's anything wrong with Latin people eating tacos or black people eating watermelons. Yeah. It's like, this is more about, you know, and don't get me wrong, you can do it in a way where it is messed up and racist and, and <laughs> insensitive where, you know, where it's just like, okay, like, why are they doing that? But I <laughs> doubt that anybody's eating tacos like that in, in Blue Beetle. You're asking a what? lot of questions and making a lot of assumptions for a dude that hasn't watched it. I, I, I don't I don't think I asked any questions. Well, I, I don't know, and I don't even know that I made any assumptions. I think I just stated an opinion. <laughs> did, did I did I ask a question or make an assumption? I'm sorry. What did I What did I ask? Opinion, opinions are based on assumptions that we all create in our head as we as we state our opinion. I was on that popcorn. I know, right? <laughs> You're assuming that Latino people can eat tacos like normal people. I know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't think that's an assumption. I think that's just it's an opinion. I don't, you know, but okay. Hey, let's we'll have look, a look. We can move on because we're going to, Lord knows you're right. We, we'll come back yeah. next week and we'll talk about Blue Beetle. And man, it sounds like it's, uh, it, that's your preview, folks. It's going to be heated next week. <laughs> Here it is. So, okay. Oh. We have a caller. Oh Lord, <laughs> Derek, Derek H. Tell the people where you're calling from. What you want to talk about? I'm calling from um, NoHo Bo. I haven't gotten a rhyme for you NoHo yet, but it's, it's no okay. Hollywood. Work on it. North Hollywood, California. I had no. I saw the just by chance. I saw the uh, the we call it the week the weekly movie grosses mm -hmm. and. I, I could have swore I thought I, I saw that Blue Beetle was number one at twenty five million. Twenty five million, is that wrong? Did I get it wrong? Did they not do that? No, it is. It is the number one movie right now, but it's still a flop because it costs a way more than yeah, a twenty. Like it costs like a few hundred million. Yeah, twenty five million probably doesn't even. Yeah, it is. It's Guys. It also came out the week of a hurricane. Yeah, there's a hurricane in California, which is wild. Also, <laughs> uh, uh, and all the all the um, all the stars, all the actors are on strike. So right. no, there was no promotion for it. So it, I think it did pretty good. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not like Aussie going around hating on Mexican people. Just because it didn't like make break a billion dollars in this first week, I don't know what you guys were expecting, but I thought it did good. It doesn't matter what we were expecting; it's what the studios were expecting. Yeah, tw and twenty-five million mil. is a failure. To yeah, the studios. That's not especially good. when Barbie, that's been out for five weeks now, did twenty-one. So yeah. it cost one hundred four million to make. It don't make that back. <laughs> it, it might not, Derek. You think it's gonna drop? You think it's gonna? It's not gonna make in, in the next like five weeks. It's not gonna make another seventy-five million. I, I think yeah, I don't fix. I don't fix yeah, it. the way that, the way things work now, there's no like word of it, you know that whole uh, my big fat Greek wedding thing doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> I mean, it it'll <laughs> happen for some things, but it, it, but uh -huh. it's rare. It's, video, like, it's gonna actually thrive when, once it gets to video. Uh, I'll put it this way. Shazam was supposed to be added to this new DCU, depending on how the movie did. It made 30 on its opening weekend. What do you think is going to happen to Blue Beetle? It's not. It, that, they're done. 
25 and opening everybody's expected in game style openings now that's what people, that's what that's what no. you need to have a hit movie no but you gotta like perform to a like nah i mean listen you don't think like it has, has legs you don't, you, don't, you don't think it's gonna be around for another two months no i don't oh, think I, so there's nothing else out nothing, there's Derek, nothing. have you seen the movie no i don't go outside exactly that's why they didn't make any money <laughs> I'll go outside. They didn't make any money, so stop complaining about the movie no, not making any money when you didn't contribute. I haven't seen. Look, I don't. I haven't seen I've done more practice. to help this movie do good than you. You hate yourself. <laughs> In the next couple of weeks, the new Equalizer is coming out, and I think that is going to do better than Blue Beetle. Equalizer three. Does that mean that the studios hate black people now too? If it, yeah. be, if it doesn't open up, open a hundred million, are you gonna say black people can't open movies? Is that or, gonna be? I mean, let's put it like this: Equalizer is definitely gonna do more than twenty-five million. Like just on think. Denzel alone, you they need to so? do a crossover. How, how much? Is Equalizer. I think, I think even by next week, I think Gran Turismo is probably gonna knock Blue Beetle down. No. Yeah. No. Nobody's gonna go see Gran Turismo. Uh, I saw it. NASCAR movie? What? Nobody's gonna see that. I saw it. About a poor kid, a, a poor kid that wants to be a race car driver, and his father's like, You can't be a race car driver. I, I wanna be a race car driver, Dad. Like, yeah, but it's based on a true story. Like the actual guy that, that did that is in the movie. He's a stunt driver. Look, yeah. I, was, look I, I I was in that um that little contest they had. Uh, for Grand <laughs> Apparently, you sucked. Hey, I'm not in that movie, so yeah, I don't see how true life it is. I'm surprised. Like, are you going to wait for that to come to video know. on demand, Derek? I don't even think I'm going to see it at all. I'm, I, look, I, I, I'm old enough now that I can go without seeing a movie. Unlike Tiger Claw, who I'm sure is who already saw the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie like five times. But I don't Derek, you love. You love cars. I, I do. Yeah, but he hates I, love, I love cars. I love movies. I love car movies. I don't no, need. You don't. They're too loud. You're too old. I don't need too old, to too loud. Anymore. I'm sorry. Man. Now, now I'm sad. You guys make me sad because you made me realize that I don't. I don't love movies as much as I used to, and mostly because of this um this this rhetoric that I that I walk into at every East week, weekend where people. Giving me reasons why a movie that made twenty five million dollars saying it's not good enough and it's not going to go anywhere, and they don't need to they don't need to be putting any Mexican people in movies anymore because because he's tired of seeing people eating eating tacos. What the hell is that? <laughs> Welcome to your daily dose of truth. We're, we're glad to put you on this road to. How, how is that an actual thing where somebody can say that in public in twenty twenty three? I didn't like that movie. They were, they were, I saw them eating tacos. Like, what the? <laughs> That's not the reason I didn't like the movie. Lawrence doesn't want to talk about why I didn't like the movie. Well, yeah, not until next week, because that's when we're doing the actual review. Yeah, see? So tune yeah. in next week, and we'll tell like, you some more reasons. The only place, the only place Blue Beetle has legs is here. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh, too funny, man. Okay. All right. About this damn movie. De Derek, we're we're gonna start talking about Ahsoka, my man. Do you want to stick around for that? Did you watch Ahsoka? 
Yes, please. I did watch Ahsoka. I, I, uh, I started trying to watch it on Tuesday because I thought it was, it was the next day. So when it went, I, um, I fell asleep on Wednesday and then woke up when it came, when like an hour after it came out. So I'm, I'm a little behind. Uh, but still, I was, I was right. The, wait, wait, what, wait. Don't tell us why you're right yet, Derek. Let, let, let's play the theme and then. Oh, so. Uh, no, more about gel code. When the fourth round would... Don't you call in. This is good already. Combo scampy for limited... All right, party people. Uh, Ahsoka, the latest series on Disney+. Plus. Uh continuing Dave Filoni's quest to bring all of his animated characters into live action. It's, it's, uh, it's going well for him. <laughs> like there, there's, there's definitely more. There's definitely more. So uh, we should talk about Ahsoka. Uh, well, look, we can start with you, Derek. What about, what did you think of Ahsoka? Uh, what you've seen so far? I think it's funny that Kathleen Kennedy has seen the error of her ways. And is doing everything possible to make this into old school, like original, like TOS, like strange new. It's the strange new worlds of uh, of Star Wars. It started it's starting from the from the scroll, from the space spaceships. When it first came on, I was like, "This is they're just redoing. They're redoing all the good parts of Star Wars. They're they're re not remaking like a New Hope, but." They realized that all the crap they were doing is not the crap they should have been doing, and now they're doing it. They're putting uh, spaceships back in there. It starts out with spaceships, and, and there's droids, and there's like Darth Vader looking people, and there's lightsabers. <laughs> all the stuff that you want that they were trying, they're doing everything possible to avoid. Now they're back, and I'm liking it. I, I enjoy it. I know it's going to end in, in, in misery and pain. Because that's how all Star Wars has to end because they're tied to canon. But what I've seen so far, I, I like. Now, is is Ahsoka like tied to any particular kind of canon? Because I get mm-hmm. that you know. Did huh? you watch it? No, no. I'm I'm talking about like. It sounded to me, at least, like what Derek what, what Derek was saying was that Ahsoka has to end a particular way. It does. Oh, the end. Okay. Because because Star Wars is tied to canon, but the only thing that comes after Ahsoka is the new trilogy, right? And I don't know that oh, Filoni anything. Filoni is sticking the um, the heir to the throne series in there. He's 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 a slot because of, that's part of Rebels, I guess. Somehow, but he's uh, but he's he's yeah. doing his best to slide uh, General Thrawn in there. So General Thrawn has to come back and take over, and the Empire has to has to rebuild, which which leads to the First Order. So at the end, we know he's going to lose. Thrawn's going to win. See, and that's where I would disagree with you, though. Like, I feel like that's not a foregone conclusion based you know, on... You, know, you, don't think, you don't think Thrawn's going to show up? And oh, yeah. she's going to fight him? And yeah. she, he's going to lose? And she's going to lose? I don't know that she'll lose. What? 
Somebody else could win. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like to be a saying, like, <laughs> like I just like in my in my in my so, like I feel like what happens in the in the tr- the new trilogy is far enough removed from what's going on now in this part of the Star Wars universe that it doesn't seem to me that one necessarily has to lead directly into the other. I could be wrong about that, but. You know, and I, I mean, but at the same time, too, I don't know that Dave Filoni necessarily wants to lead like dovetail well, what the new trilogy. There's no more Empire stuff, right? I mean, there's the First Order, new or whatever, but they're like hiding, right? They're not like all over the place like they are in this show. They're they're all over this show. All hell the Empire, and right. But I'm saying in the new trilogy, by the time we get to that point. They're, they're, they're hidden, which means how how do you pull a gun on a Jedi? There's a Jedi sitting in the room, and you're gonna pull a <laughs> gun on them. Like, what the hell do you think is gonna happen? Like, that was well, they crazy. may not have necessarily known that she was a Jedi, though. What? She got her crazy head. She got a um. That's not uh, a Jedi head. That's a species, isn't it? You know she. You know she's uh. Like, <laughs> we oh, that, we like, know she's a Jedi. A, a, twi- a twilight shows up in your in your office, and they're not doing like a a, a little strip tease. You know they're a Jedi. Wow. Oh, see, like that's racist. <laughs> that's 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 racist. Blue Beetle. Twilight, show me a Twilight that's not either a stripper or a Jedi. Oh man, look you you didn't Hera. read the Old Republic. There's there's all these companions that have that are Twilight that have different jobs. Okay. <laughs> He's okay. Uh, Era's a, a Twilight anyway. She she, <laughs> she, 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 she got two two uh, head tentacles, she, and uh, Ahsoka got three. Don't think I didn't notice that. Yeah, but Ahsoka's not a Twilight. What? Oh, jeez, Derek. Yes, you're, you're, Derek, Derek, you're you're messing around and you're disapp- you're, you're disappointing showing. all of your hardcore fans, man. Your humility yeah. showing. <laughs> like that's. Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka is not a Twilight. She's a, a, a completely different race. Which race? Aha! <laughs> Listen, I, you don't, I, don't, you don't, I don't know the name off the top Kogruda. of my head. There you go. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to Oscar no more. <laughs> Oz, Oz is correct. <laughs> Oscar, what, what did you think of Ahsoka? Uh... <laughs> As a, <laughs> as a show on its own, like as far as like action, the way it's written and yeah. acted, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't have any complaints about that. The, okay. the, 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 Look, the real, I was like, yeah. as a show, it's great, but I found something else to complain about. But I heard the, it, uh, uh, the creator was, was, was possibly Latino, so I, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> and he, I, I, I saw Dave Filoni eat a taco once. So, <laughs> I want no part of what was your issue, Oz? Uh, they threw a lot at you in that first episode. If you haven't seen Rebels, you could mm. you could get lost. And I I've seen some Rebels. I haven't like I didn't watch the whole show, mm-hmm. so I'm sitting there going, Sabine Wren. Oh yeah, that's she did this. Like mm-hmm. every time they mention a name, I got to think back. Like what is this? What did she do? What did that person do? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it it just it, it picks up like right after Rebels. It feels like, and you know, I, I I watched a little bit of it enough that 
that I, I kind of got what was going on. But like you said, somebody that's coming into this fresh, he's just seen like the Mandalorian in the movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna take a bit. Like there's no flashbacks. There's not a whole lot of hey, this person did this. Right. It's but- just. That's the yeah, beauty because that's the beauty of that first episode. Like that, like I didn't watch any of Rebels, and but it had the scroll. <laughs> you could watch the scroll. <laughs> the scroll tells me all I need to know to enjoy this episode. So and it it's does. like if you look at like A New Hope, it was that <laughs> you don't know nothing about Anakin and and Padme, none of that shit. You just know Luke. This is where Luke is right now. And this is where the Empire is, you know? And that that made it feel like real Star Wars. <laughs> you know? Like, I've been missing it. Like, even um, when you read the old comics, like the old Dark Horse comics, fuck, even some of the novels, like, they start with a scroll. Like, you need that shit. Like, they haven't been doing that. And it, it's that's why everybody's like, they don't know when this takes place. And it's like, you, you know, they tell you in different ways, but not... Uh, <laughs> Not in the way that Star Wars needs to tell you, you know. Yeah, um, Jay, what what did you think? Um, wasn't a, really a fan of of the show at all. Yeah. Okay. What did you dislike about it? Um. Well, first off, since we're talking about the scroll, I didn't like how it wasn't in the standard Star Wars format. What? Mm. Are you mad about the color because it was red? Is that what it is? And it didn't move out. Yeah, like it, the perspective thing. Yeah. No, 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 I don't. The spacing is what you said. Yeah, the, it's left-centered. Uh, Star Wars is normally just centered. Okay, 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 okay. We're going to stop now. Because <laughs> what do you mean we're going to stop now? This isn't your show. <laughs> After you cancel two of your own shows and start trying to act like you're Pirate Claw and telling us what to do. If I'm a creator, if, if I'm a creator and, I, and I spent $3 million on two episodes or whatever, however much it's cost, and I, and I get, look at it and say, oh, I, I got to know what the, the people thought. I want to know what, what, what our loving fans thought who've been begging for this Ahsoka show and who, are, who, are, who have uh, stuck with us all these years. And love and love this uh, love this franchise. What 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 do they got to say? Well, right here the guy says uh, he didn't like the spacing. So he didn't like the. Spacing. <laughs> the hey, look! If you're paying three million dollars to get it made, you better get that spacing right. I would. I would, Jay, if Dave Filoni was was next to you, he would smack you right now. He would lean over and slap you in the head and say, "He he said, don't watch my show no more." If Dave Filoni, if Dave Filoni was next to me, I would not probably bring up the spacing. I would bring up the real problems, like how all this fake gravitas makes it not feel like Ahsoka. How the action scenes are really poorly done and badly choreographed. Oh, I would talk wow. about wow. how. You didn't leave with that. The pacing is just ridiculously slow and self-important. Like there are definitely. I was starting with the scroll because it's kind of one of the least important things, 
and Mo had, we already talked about it. But if Dave Filoni was here, I would get like on the real issues before I go into the petty stuff, like the scroll, how Sabine is like really unlikable. And I wish the girl had like stabbed her through the heart instead of through the side. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, it's like wait, wait, let's let's get into this, Jay. What what talk to me about the the uh, the fake gravitas is what you said, I believe, and, and how that makes it not feel like Ahsoka. Talk to me about that. What's that mean? Ahsoka well, Ahsoka was a cartoon. So. Is uh, she's a, a lighter character. Like they're trying to do this heavy, dramatic, slow, and that's not really Ahsoka. She's more of a faster, lighter character. She was charged with heavy shit. She was falsely but, charged as a ter terrorist. What? She was falsely charged as a terrorist. That sounds kind of heavy to me. Yeah, the situation's heavy. The character is light. And she left and she and they, she walked away from the Jedi Order. She walked away from the, the love of her life. She walked away from her master, or, uh, Anakin, who immediately turned to the dark side and she feels the she feels the pain and the guilt uh, from seeing it happen. That's and where does she end up after that? She ends up as the, she ends up as the um as a, like a spy combatant. Uh, 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 undercover, uh, undercover agent, uh, going going around doing undercover stuff against the Empire. She does not lead a happy life. And before the spy stuff, what she was she doing? Her, she lost her uh, Padawan that she was that she was training to be a Jedi. Walked away from her. Walked away. <laughs> well, that, that, I mean, that, that, are, are you alluding to like the the farming part? Where yeah, she I'm alluding. I'm yeah. alluding to the farming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. what's like, the point? Right. And in the face <laughs> of being on a world in the process of being conquered by the Empire, mm -hmm. she was like the situation was heavy. She mm -hmm. was like, and she did what she needed to do. She ran fast. She got, she's a fast moving person. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, Rosario Dawson is just like still most of the time. And like <laughs> with the heavy music, and it's like, no, Soko was a fast move. Like, literally, not literally, but if you look at Clone Wars, uh, the final season versus any time Rosario is Ahsoka, there's a clear difference between the two. Like, yeah, like, what, like 10 years apart, like, say, now, but there's a clear difference. No, I, I, I would agree with that. How they two speak, uh, how they move. I, I would agree with you, Jay, in the sense that there's definitely a difference between Clone Wars Ahsoka and, you know, Ahsoka, live action Ahsoka. But I feel like. One was like 15 years old, the other is a full-grown adult woman. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, age does play a big role in that, but I also feel like... All the experiences you know, she's gone through, like, yeah, she's grown. Which, like, which but... Right, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, 
I think they do a good job of bridging that gap or showing you the bridge of that gap in in Rebels. Like, you know, like the stuff that she goes through and like even in Rebels is a faster, lighter character. No, I, I, I agree with you, but that's the whole point I'm making is the transition from her being that faster, lighter person to her being the more measured adult Ahsoka, I feel happens in Rebels. Like, you know, by the time she gets to the end and like has to like realizes that friggin' Vader and Anakin are the same person, she's like, Jesus, like this is messed up. And it's like she's that changes her. Like she is a a different person after that moment, and I think that that's pretty much you know evidenced, like in that show. Which like there's no part of me that looks at Rosario like live action Ahsoka and looks at Clone Wars Ahsoka, and I'm like, oh, those there's no way those two people are the same people because I feel like not only like not only could you just make the inference that she's different because she was younger. But I feel like they actually showed you the work in in the show, like in Rebels, like they show you why she's different. Imagine like a a, a twelve year old black kid uh, running and seeing seeing the cop uh, drive and say, "Oh, that's a nice police car," and all happy and jumping around, versus like a twenty five year old black kid uh, seeing the cop pull up. Like that, those are two different things. One one guy one guy was happy and go lucky. And now he's not anymore. Why? Because of the experiences over time and because of the disillusionment that has happened. That's Ahsoka. Ahsoka's like a 25-year-old black man. I was just about to say that. Um, <laughs> I, I can't say, yeah, I, I don't feel the same way. That's um, fair. You love yeah. And you, and you didn't like the fights either, Jay? No, the fights were really bad. Like, um, yeah, like, like, like in comparison to what? Like, what? Even like, Obi Wan, like, the fights in that were like really good. Yeah, like, no, I agree with you. Like, Obi Wan, it's always it's yeah. always kind of weird when a human character punches a robot in the face and the robot gets affected. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Even the fight between the Sith Apprentice and Sabine, like, mm -hmm. that just did not look good to me or flow well. Mm. Like, and I could see what they were trying to do, which would have worked 100% better in animation. But mm -hmm. you can really see, like, the caliber of their skills with the sabers and, you know, I know there are stunt doubles, but Sabine is very unskilled. They're trying to show them very unskilled. Like, dude, I'll tell you, I went to Anime Expo and these two cats did the skit where they are sword fighting and that shit looked amazing. And <laughs> like, they have budgets, they have effects, they have all this, and it's like, oh, that's that's not good. Like that, it just did not. 
none of the fights seemed that well to me, like that interesting hmm. or good. Did um, did anybody else like find the the lightsaber dueling subpar? I didn't, but I'm used to you know the like tennis match that they had in the New Hope. Like so, anything that's not, <laughs> I'm good. You know, like I, I'll take it. You know, right, right. What I do I mean, like I that one Inquisitor, like or whatever, like threw mm -hmm. his double lightsaber like a frisbee, and then he called it back, and she she should have grabbed it and broke it right there. Like that would have been badass. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, why would she let him keep that? Yeah, <laughs> you lost it. Like you don't lose your weapon like that. Like. You're asking to get it lost or used against you, you know? Yeah. Because he did yeah. that to run away like a little bitch. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah. I'm taking these cyber crystals, I'm making a new one. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, like, Mo, how did you feel about the story, generally speaking? Uh, I liked it, but like I said, I didn't watch anything uh, of Revel. So I yeah. feel like I needed to, and um, you know they lost me with the lightsaber slingshot. So that's yeah, <laughs> that's what so they right? That was Ezra's. Yeah. So um, like when they had the mural, I'm like, hey, that's the kid with the slingshot. <laughs> and I always remember Jay's like <laughs> when we were talking about it originally when it first came out. He's like, he's like Bart Simpson. <laughs> that shit always cracks me up. <laughs> so he was. I love that. To Emily today, the... watching it, <laughs> he's like Bart Simpson. <laughs> I like just for the record. I told you all to watch it back then because I know. I know. Hey, really look, good. I'm still not watching it. How about that, Larry? I'm still not watching. Hey, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there that I was like, dude, this joint's a good show. But from and being a nerd, I know, I know enough of like the characters to mm -hmm. kind of like jump in and be fine with it. So mm -hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it. But what I really liked is, is a lot of the, the actual execution of it. Like, I, I love the pacing, the like the, the gravitas that Dave doesn't like. I like, like, that feels cinematic to me. Star Wars-y. Like, I, I feel a lot of shows right now, they just, they, 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 they rush everything. <laughs> and this one's really taking its time. Like, I even hated, like, Mandalorian. Those first few episodes are, like, 22 minutes and the credits are, like, 15 you know, like, oh, it's a minute episode. No, fuck that. Mm -hmm. It's twenty two. You know, so okay. I, I really when they bring, when when they're they're there's the slow pat the, the slow pass by the the um, spaceship and then three X wings come by to fly just just to fly just those are yeah. pure beauty shots. No, yeah. those, those don't do that anymore because that's money, right? And they, yeah, they were spending the money this time. And right here, like even the way it started with like on the bridge and. You know, you get a sense of who the captain, who the first mate is, and and everything. Like, it felt that felt like Star Trek. <laughs> so it's like, like, hey, they're, they're doing something good here. You know, and, you know, walking to the to the, you know, usually it'd be the transporter room in Star Trek, but here they go to the the docking bay or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and just how that scene goes down, and Ray Stevenson like fucking looks amazing as a Sith. Like, I don't know why they never used them before, <laughs> but mm -hmm. he's fucking amazing. R.I.P. Because you know he's dead, but um, but yeah, Damn, so died? yeah, he died like weeks ago, months ago, maybe. Oh, yeah, Damn. 
Yeah, um, yeah, he was the Punisher, the one that kept telling, "Shut the fuck up!" But, but he didn't talk the whole movie <laughs> in Warzone. Probably got no problem using dead people on their show no more. Yeah, yeah nah. Well, look, hey, yeah, man. That, yeah. <laughs> he was alive when they did it, though. <laughs> yeah. They could do AI for season two. Well, yeah, uh, unless, awesome, unless, these, make... unless these writers get their way. Yeah. yeah he was like, uh, like coughing and limping and stuff, but they're like, we're going to keep going, and raise it. I, I, I need to rest, guys. No, right. No, no. <laughs> like, they did a whole AI for uh, to track, uh, what's his name? Like, uh, James Earl Jones's voice, so that they could use Vader yeah. when they want now. But yeah. he look, he he's alive, so he cut a deal. He's like, yeah, you could do it, but you still gotta pay yeah. me. So you know, but you know, Ray Stevenson is gonna be. We're gonna see him in games. We're gonna see him in everything. Like, you know, Man. Battlefront Five is gonna have <laughs> Ray Stevenson in it as like a bonus character because <laughs> he's uh, he uh, amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Oz, um, so what, what was the, the thing that you liked the most about it? Uh, cause I mean, you know, yeah, you talked about, you know, that you did like it generally, but what was the thing that you, you liked the most about it? I think the, uh, <clears throat> when they introduced the, uh, I guess they're Sith, I'd like to say he's a little orange, but they're not Sith. Yeah, I think I, didn't I think, think so either. I think they're just mercenaries. I think they're like dark, dark Jedi ish because you know, because yeah. like, like she has like a Padawan, like, braid. Braid. Yeah. like braid, yeah, like she's probably one that like went after the younglings too. <laughs> like, oh, they're kind of, yeah, like this guy, <laughs> this guy bullied me in the lunchroom. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure they'll talk more about those, those two's background specifically, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, I think I think Filoni's smart enough not to screw laser um, lightsaber color, lightsaber blade colors like that, and make it orange instead of red. Uh, yeah, so I like their introduction. Um, but doesn't he say they're not Jedi? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They start out as Jedi, but, then the purge happened, they left the Jedi. But so that kind of messes up. They should they should have the same um, lightsabers they had when. Uh, before the purge, they should have those same lightsabers. Unless they lost them, they had to go remake them, which I'm guessing is. That's well, he did have they, his they, original lightsaber. That's how they recognized who who it is. Yeah, yeah. He might just change the crystal. Uh, and realistically, the force guides you to the crystal, whether you're dark or light. Yeah. So everybody would have known something was up with him the whole time. Because if you're gonna be a Sith, like you're gonna be a bad Jedi, like it would just give you red automatically if that was how it worked, right? I mean, but I don't know. After Disney, I don't know because according to the book, the Young Jedi Academy, Volume Two, like that's it just guides you to whatever color it's gonna be. Like if you if you play the new Jedi game, there's a scene where a a dude makes a a red crystal. Like you see you see how they do it, and it's pretty much the traditional way. Just pours his hate and uh, all that into it until it basically shatters and becomes red. A good thing. It's a good yeah, game. Yeah, that's not how it was in the book. Is that the is that the sequel that happens? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think Mo especially would like that game, at least that character, because he's going on a he he's uh, he's going on a journey. Like he's I think he might end up dark side by the third one. <laughs> oh, it's the same dude from the first one then, right? Yeah. But just oh, okay. Yeah. 
Survivor, yeah. I think. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah, well, that's but look, game. you already lost me with the way he did the lightsaber because that's not how it is in the book. That's not how he did it. That's how somebody else did it. Oh, oh it's still not how. When is Oscar gonna show his uh, his true his true right wing itself and complain about the number of uh, women in lead roles? <laughs> that's Larry. What? Why is that me? <laughs> you didn't watch Barbie. You didn't watch Barbie. Huh? You didn't watch Barbie. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> see, see, see. Like, you're like go woke, go broke. <laughs> I've never said such a thing. <laughs> but Oz, you didn't tell us what you like about it. I like that scene. Oh, the scene where the 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 hey, I mean, dark the, Jedi get introduced. Kinda, okay, it, it did feel a little bit like they were trying to copy that Darth Vader scene in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but not as well. But it's not like so Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to be. Absolutely. Like, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Like, look, <laughs> nothing wrong with like, that at all. Like, like I, said, that guy is a freaking badass, and they yeah. show him as a badass in that. Well, and the ship, though, the ship is still in rebel hands, though. Well, well, uh, whatever they call it, the New Republicans. Like, so they didn't kill everybody in the ship. At some point, they they just left. Right, right, because they were just going to free that lady. That's that's yeah, what that's they're they yeah. That was the mission, and oh, that's okay. how badass he is. He doesn't need to take the ship. He's like, I'm taking what I came for. You want to mm-hmm. die? Keep, come, keep coming after me. He's you only know? getting paid to get her, not the ship. I did, I did like how that scene, like right from the jump, very much shows you the difference between the styles between the two of them too. Because yeah. you know, like she like rushed in and started like cutting fools down, and he definitely like hung back a little bit more and like you know like he just took took care of the the captain first but well, even like, like even, you know like how she goes uh like, didn't even say goodbye and yeah. he, and then uh he just like he just she he pulls the gun the one like guard guy and he just uses the force to just hold them back you know she yeah in the back you know yeah. and, and he's like just ah fucking badass I think, it was, yeah. I think I think it was a. a, a I think it's a called fake gravitas. It was, <laughs> it was an homage to Phantom Menace's opening when uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn came in, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the exact same way where they were they were just walking around with their big old cloaks on, looking badass, and yeah. then they started beating shit out of everybody. Same yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. I didn't like yeah. that scene. You said you did not like the scene. Uh, what you didn't like well, Obi Wan and, and Anakin? Like what? Like they were standing when, too far. No. We're seeing up like in Ahsoka when they come on the ship. Oh, really? Well, now what? What didn't you like about that? It just didn't make sense to me. It's like if someone is claiming to be a Jedi and you don't think they're a Jedi, why the fuck would you let them on your ship? Like that just seems like a really bad idea. Well, he didn't count on them being uh, dark Jedi or Sith. Like he just thought right. they were Sithinators. Like he even said, "Like I would not take the chance." Yeah. Like what? Like it is Y'all, hard to pretend to like, be a Jedi. You can't live in fear. Like, if they think they can pull it off, then I don't want to fuck with them. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> let them on my ship. But if they're yeah. like. You know, like there's also like what was this? There's 
like how uh yeah i don't know i i i don't mind it like it's like he thought there was somebody trying to just take advantage of the ship or or, or get transport and he's like like people pretend to be priests or something to get housing or some shit you know like yeah, it's I like know right but, I wouldn't have yeah. let on, and they would have had to force their way on, and then we would have known from this jump. It, like, I don't it, know. It seems like a bad idea. It's like I mean, there could be bad captains. Jedi, but I don't think you are. So come on in. Like, uh, and, and I, I, I guess that, that's why he met him at the bay too. Like he didn't just right have him all the way, you know. Yeah, I, and, and and that's that's the thing where it's like it's a little bit of like you know. I don't want to say plot armor, but it is definitely a little bit of a convenience for the yeah. plot where it's like, okay, like, you know, the captain meeting them at the bay because he doesn't believe that they're Jedi is not like a thing where it's like, oh, okay, this is like ridiculous. Like, it makes sense, especially like in regards to like how sci-fi goes usually. Now, the part that for me where I was just like, okay, like, and I think this kind of goes along the lines that you, you know, the same, I had a similar thought, Jay, where it's like, okay, if they say they're Jedi and they're not actually Jedi, it's like, but they definitely have the balls to, like, try to feel like they can pull that off. At the very least, you take some sort of precaution so that they, like, if things go bad, they can't just run amok in the ship. You know what I mean? Because that, like, you could at least close, like, close the bay door behind you, you know what I'm saying? So that they gotta, like, get through that, too, if they get through us. You know what I'm saying? But they... The bay doors are open. They get through the whole security team, and Home Chick ran off into the ship before the captain was even dead all the way. And I'm like, man, that's messed up. Like, you done lost your whole ship because you're like, I got this. <laughs> it's like, you could at least he lock did, the door behind you. He did take, like, eight dudes with him. Right. He did have a whole security detail. And, you know, and that's the, the other thing before, that you have to... I had their guns out. None of the, none of the security guys had their guns out when he got there. I, I noticed that. They walked in. And I was like, "Did nobody has their gun at the ready?" Like, this is not right. Well, they were counting on being like they don't believe Jedi's exist still. And, and <laughs> that, was the, you know, like it's or, not that they don't believe that it exists, yeah. but they're super rare. Yeah, you know, they're super rare, and it's like, yeah, like at that point, and at, you know, you might be like, maybe you hear about one or two every so often, but it's like, it's yeah, like Jedi. Yeah, right, right, but you know. Yeah, but I definitely don't think they were counting on them being like not Jedi but still force users. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just gonna bet my life on that, right? Right. <laughs> look, no. look, and, and the life of everybody on the ship. Like well, that's, that's the whole thing that's where I'm saying. Ego, like you, you your ego yeah. is different than the captain's ego. Like Jay, you know. That's true. Yeah, but every, You've met but, captains, Jay. You've met captains. Yeah. <laughs> like didn't one watch you poop in the ship once? Wait what? <laughs> Wait what? Yeah, you know the, yeah. Is Captain watch them take a shit like from Listen. outside the porthole? Like it's an actual porthole, and he's watching him. He just look, Jay's like about to wipe and looks, and the dude's face is in the porthole. So he's hanging off the ship, look, watching him take a shit. That did happen. Yeah. So it's like that. Like you're telling me that guy wouldn't let. Jedi mercenary like on the ship and let them kill you. <laughs> oh, Joe, if I don't... you saw a guy walking down the street in a, in a well-tailored suit, you would assume it's John Wick and and like cross the street or something. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> At the very least, he could be a reservoir dog. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny, man. Yeah. But well, yeah, yeah so. captains aren't always like yeah. They get the captain, but you know, they might not be the best captains. <laughs> well, the other captain was when somebody handed her a gun uh, when 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 she started popping off. So like there was so 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 she was ready at least. Yeah, the, the 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 woman that was on the on the bridge. Yeah, uh, the woman in charge, uh, Lauren. Please. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying it she was like the, the, the one that was second in command until the captain died, right? That is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yes, the woman that was second in command. That was the the point of authority. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure we're talking about the same oh, person. That's oh, all. Oh, like, oh, like oh, I don't know. I don't problem <laughs> her being in charge. I just like is, is that who you're talking about? Because like, like, the woman yeah, at the woman at the bridge, like the communications officer. <laughs> what, what, was there what, were they in a, were they in the kitchen at some point? Was there somebody cooking food? I who are you talking about? <laughs> oh man, you all okay? But anyway, so okay, like wow, this is this is interesting because like this is definitely. Like I feel like everybody had some different opinions than I expected, and that's yeah, so always interesting. Come up at some point in this uh, show too, right? Obviously. Say, say what now? Asajj Ventress is going to show up at some point during the show. Why do you feel that? Uh, they have Night Sisters in here. From, so Asajj Ventress has to show up. You think? I I, I believe so. You can't, mm. I, I, why would you have a whole show? Uh, with with uh, her cult, her clan, or whatever, being a, a major part of it, and I have the most famous, uh, most recognized one uh, show up at some point. I'm surprised she hasn't. I'm surprised she's not here yet. She's not. She's not on the first or second episode. I mean, listen, I, I'm not gonna knock seeing a live action of Asajj Ventress. I just don't know. If she fits in the story at the point that we're at now, like if it, if they, I, you know, I, I trust the, the creative team that's doing this show to like if they do bring her in, that it will be in a way that makes sense and that will be probably for the better. But at the same time, I don't know that you necessarily need her based on what where the story is going on. Like I mean, she, the. the Say again. That would make the show worse. I mean, it, it could if they do it poorly, obviously, but it, it could be good too. I, I just don't see, like, it, in my mind, it's like you already have a Night Sister character in the show, and I know she's not a Saj Ventress, but it's like, like I don't know, like you you can maybe sa save a, a Saj Ventress for season two, you know. And she's doing like just a really good. Stay dead. Say uh, what? Just let her stay dead. Mm. What are you gonna say, Mo? Oh, the night sister uh, chick is like, she does a real good job. Like <laughs> the, the yeah. actress, like so, t like having more would probably dilute that a little bit mm -hmm. in terms of story, you know? Yeah. Also, I did want to mention uh, the cast. You know, I mean, obviously Rosario Dawson has been Ahsoka uh, previously, so you know we're we're 
she we knew what we were getting with her um but the cast is is actually like really good uh the only the the really the super slightest kind of nitpick is uh Hera that 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 stupid muppet cat walking around i i love that thing <laughs> I think I think I think like it looks so good to me, which I'm just like, wow, like and like, I like it better in live action than I even like it animated. I feel like they couldn't do that with that dude with the weird head in uh the from the cartoon too. Remember they got the actor that did the voice to be him? Oh but yeah, from with forget his name, but like that dude, like they couldn't make him look good live action, but they could make that cat thing, the Cheshire cat. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, I live act, live act is uh, uh, used loosely because you know, right, right. But it fits in, like I, re- like when we we talk about special effects a lot and how they cut corners for reasons of budget or time constraints. But I feel mm-hmm. like this show, the special effects were really good on it. Like, yeah, I agree. Practical and CGI. Yeah, but uh, the the one nitpick I have is Hera. And the actress that plays Hera, like I feel like she doesn't look like Hera, especially. Now, is she a Twilight? Yes. Thank you. Hera is a Twilight. Well, thank you for that. But she does a good job too, though. Like, uh, like as, as, a, as acting wise, she's fantastic. Yeah. I agree, and and so it's like, like I said, there's a super slight thing where it's like she just like I feel like you know uh, Rosario Dawson looks like a, a grown up Ahsoka to me. And I feel like the young lady that they got to play Sabine, like she she looks like Sabine, uh, you know, like more so than not, you know. But Hera, I'm like, oh, like that woman's face isn't like shaped right to be Hera, but she's acting well, so I can't be mad at it. Like what what huh? what, does she, what does she do to be a general? I wonder. A uh, Twilight, uh huh. <laughs> see, see, listen. Fought, uh, uh, was it the rebellion? Like, right, fought, exactly. Like, did she blow like, up a whole, like, uh, was it like an armory or some shit? Like, no, dude. She, like, yeah, man. She yeah. went head to head with Thrawn. She messed around. Yeah. Look, if if it wasn't for what what they did in Rebels, man, like the the rebellion would have lost the war. Yeah. Forget about Nandor. I mean, Andor. No, don't forget oh, about Andor, it. Andor, but he, Andor just made the. I don't. I don't even remember what Andor did. He was made part of Death Star, and that, that was the whole part. That was the whole reason for that thing existing. Mm-hmm. The, the show that he made part of Death Star. Like I don't. I don't. He otherwise he he could have went his whole life, and I I wouldn't even know. You know, I didn't see him do anything. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I guess I don't know. Anybody got anything else they want to say about Ahsoka before we do some ratings? It did put uh, me. I, I disagree with uh with Joe again about the about the fight scenes. I think the fight scenes are great, especially compared to this what I what I saw of Ahsoka in Clone Wars and uh, before. I think I think I think it's only going to get better. Uh, and I hope that I hope that they have some uh, space battles 
some more space battle. Oh, the way I just realized there's a space battle on this one. Good mm-hmm. lord. They, they are throwing yeah. everything at the sucker. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I didn't like. Thank oh, you. my God. The uh, art, the uh, droid's voice. You don't like it, Chopper's voice? I didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, what? Come on, man. It See, looked look. like a dude, it sounded like a dude talking like, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, yeah. I didn't like that. How come I Chopper's like that? He doesn't sound like R2D2. Like, I don't want my droids like that sounding like dudes muffled. And wasn't that same style of droid in uh in in Mandalorian and it didn't sound like that? It sounded like R2D2. But this right. sounds uh, no, Chopper Chopper's different. Chopper's a person? Again, maybe uh I I maybe it was programmed different. I don't know. I didn't watch Rebels. But he didn't sound like that in Rebels. Oh, okay. He does. He doesn't though. Like you can't. Like, I, I choose to believe Jay because Larry has the shit memory. Like, chopper, you can under like you can understand almost understand what the guy is saying. You couldn't do that with Chopper. In the, oh, in I, the- I, I mean, listen, I'll give you that in the sense that the the way that the noises that he makes mimics like actual speech more so in the show like in and not even the show it's like it's literally in this one in that one scene where they're talking back and forth yeah. and it's like the noises he's making kind of do like are like aligned with the syllables for what he would be saying and so you know you can tell but what i'm saying is it it that that is something that like a choice that they made i think for that scene yeah, and we could not like but, it. No, no, I'm not saying you can't like it. What I'm saying is I got three the noises. And Chopper can speak almost English, and R2 can only beep and boot. You you understand that R2 and the droids like R2 are R2 units, right? Right. Chopper's okay. not an R2 you, unit. You know Chopper's not an R2 unit, right? He's like an RD2. He's the R2D2, D3. He's so. a, no. It's an astromech, but it's not an R2, so it doesn't like yeah. they don't make the same kind of noises. All the all the robots that you all are talking about are R2 units and they make the same noise. Right. Chopper is not an R2 unit. He makes a different noise. And what I'm saying is the noise that he's making, even in the time when he sounds like he's talking, is the same noise that he makes in the show. So the if I brought an R2 is, unit, I would go and get a chopper unit voice box and stick it in there so I can understand them. Well, you could get the little no, free. No. The little free dudes can do that for you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, because Chopper in the in in the in Rebels, Chopper like his his noises he makes don't line up with syllables for words. And and I'm pretty sure in Episode One, it doesn't do that either. <laughs> but in Episode Two, when they're having that conversation, it does do that. And I feel like that's something that I don't know. My like I don't know why they made that choice. Things. Like my closed caption thought he was saying stuff. Your closed captions tried to translate it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he called so, her a cunt. <laughs> like, like, no, he can't do it. It's <laughs> uh, too funny, man. So I and so they did do that for that scene. But well, all I'm saying is the noises are the same noises, but. 
yeah, you're right. Like it kind of was lining up. And I don't know if it how often it did it, because I didn't notice it one point where I'm just like, oh, this feels like talking. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Nah, man, chop chopper's cool. I like chop. And honestly, yeah. that's the like it's chopper one of these things great. where I just didn't like that part where I could hear what he was saying. Right, right. And you know, it's one of these things where sometimes some of this stuff, I'm like, is that you know, it worked in animation. Is it going to work in live action? And Chopper so far has worked. And I was like shocked by it. Because even in that scene, like Chopper's very erratic. And he's erratic in the cartoon. And so it was like, it was cool to see that they made sure that he kept that like personality line in the show. It was almost like it's similar to what happened with um, the Star Trek joint where the, oh, yeah. the, the characters from... Uh, lower decks still kind of maintained a lot of their, you know, animation kind of flair when they were being played by their live action counterparts, you know? And it's like, that's something that you very well may not have been done if it was like different people just because they're like, well, that's silly. But it's like, well, that's kind of the point, you know? It's like that's a story wrong where it didn't even give the opportunity, you know? For them That's to- true, right? That's true. So yeah, it was very cool. Like, you know, so I was like, I was actually Watch really, that I thought like that was really interesting. Already. <laughs> Dude, great. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm behind on Strange New Worlds, but I watched that episode over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it now, but, uh, but that, that, that ball one doesn't show up. Wait, what happened, Derek? I shop Chopper's everywhere now. He was in Rogue One, he's in Ahsoka, he's like, but the 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 ball the ball droid is is nowhere to be seen. Oh, BB-8. Yeah, BB-8. Oh. Like, BB-8. Like, can BB-8 talk, or does, can he only do beeps and boops? No, he does beeps and boops too. Why? But like, is because he, that, he's he's more like uh, well, he uses uh, R two software, R two unit software. So they went and use a, a, a old Commodore sixty four software in a brand well, new computer. Like, why? Yeah, technically, yeah, because <laughs> it's like a Nokia phone. Like, you still get the same, you get the same ringtones. You just get a better speaker as but, time goes on. But BB-8 it's also because BB-8 was also made at a time when they were losing to 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 the first order. You know, like I'm, right I'm, now, Hershey. BB-8's literally like a salvage droid, isn't it? Yeah. No. No? Not, you're going to go make me watch that movie over again and see where you showed it. No, he, no, but, oh. well, like, they don't tell you in that movie that he's a salvage droid, but the, he is a salvage droid. No, but I mean, well, is I, it I, like... I mean, it's, it's, been, it's 100 years later, though. No, what I'm saying I'm is... 27. BB-8 in the movie, which, you know, I, uh, and I might be mistaken here, but BB-8 was literally with Ray, right? In from no, the beginning? He, no, he was with um, with uh, the 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 pilot, the Latino represented guy. Oh, he's okay. He's his astromech, but it is like it's still like the rebellion. Why was Why Why did Tie Fighters not have astromechs? Yeah, they do. You're talking about a, a not a Tie Fighter. You're talking about an X Wing. X Wing. Yeah. X wings have. Oh, X-wing. but he, but he didn't want an X wing. They didn't. They didn't. They, they didn't have X wing. They, they only had a Tie Fighter. Yeah. I uh, wait. What are you talking no. about in in the new trilogy? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the new trilogy. The first few minutes of the okay. new trilogy, they, they steal a TIE fighter. Well, that's why he lost them because he's like, you can't, you gotta, you gotta go. <laughs> he's like, you gotta deliver this message, and then he gets the tie fighter, right? I don't know. They they jump on tie fighter because because he, the Latino guy and and the black guy, right, have to leave. Yeah, and then they, they land and crash, and then but, all of a sudden the uh, BBH there with him. No, he. That's when he. Yeah, who knows? I'm not watching that movie again. It, look. <laughs> But realistically, like it's just like the, when he when he had him, he was in like an X wing type or an A wing. They That's all the do. Movie. No, when he, ah, I'm not gonna argue this shit. Like I could yeah, be wrong. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. But okay. they all all the rebellion uses Astromex for the most part when they're in the, the small like one person two person craft. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Derek H., what would you rate Ahsoka? I would give, out, out of five. Of, oh, out of five? I would give it a 3.5 out of five. Okay. Jay, what would you rate Ahsoka? Uh, I'm going to give it a one out of five. Wow, that's fair. What? Oh, because, oh, I'm sorry. The, the spacing was wrong on the text. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I understand a one out of five. You know what? I'm going to bring mine down to 3.25 out of five. <laughs> Most Magnum, what would you rate Ahsoka? I would do four out of five. I, I can't yeah. like give it a five yet because I did fall asleep during portions of both episodes. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, wait a minute. So, so is that why you like the pacing? You're like, oh, I can nap right here. <laughs> that look, I felt like I didn't lose much, but I, I did lose. <laughs> I lost the the. The space battle, I lost that. Oh, <laughs> but dude, that's a bonus. Like, I'm gonna watch it again. Like, Liz texted Emily earlier. Did you guys walk with Shasoka already? Like, tell her no, because technically, you know, <laughs> I might have not, you know. But I did watch good chunks of it, and I, I the execution, like the the artistry that goes into making it, like, I feel mm-hmm. com- confident that in, in the story, I didn't, I didn't feel like I lost story. I feel like I lost story from not watching Rebels <laughs> more yeah. than I did from falling asleep here and there but uh i am gonna watch it a second time and if you know come in next week like type like subscribe hit the bell uh in case i change my my rating but right now it's a four all right why why, why the um people were cartoons still when when at the memorial all right so was it was it like a a like a a lower decks type of thing where they where they where everybody else saw them as cartoons or something, but. I think it's just a painting. It's like, yeah, it's like she's how they like, chose to. She's not a very good artist, thing Because if I was gonna do a memorial, like if all you guys died, I had to do a memorial of all you guys. Uh, I went and I and I show up and I drew a, a cartoon version of all of y'all. Like, I, I that would not go over well, I don't think. So I, I, mean, I think that was almost like a little bit of, of, of like fan service, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely fan service, you know. But also too, it kind of goes along with the the art style from the the cartoon too. Like you know, because Sabine, yeah, it, well, like, when you were real life, you did, did, did. I think they should have had a real people there, especially at the at at a at a solemn memorial for their dead mm-hmm. friends and stuff. Like and yeah, somebody comes up and draw and basically uh, spray paints the. Uh, 
uh, a graffiti version of a, cart- a cartoon version of these of these heroes. I'm like, yeah, no, we're not we're not paying for that. Like that that's not gonna that's not gonna fly here. <laughs> I, I would pay for that. I mean, think of it though, like think of it like how almost like in the same way how um when you had like Tupac and like Biggie memorials, right? Some of them are like those are, those are done by four black kids. I'm sorry. Hey, what the fuck do you think Sabine is? Okay. <laughs> I don't know that she's a black kid. <laughs> is Mandalorians like black kids? Well, because she, she's not. She, she's not a foundling, right? Like she's more only the, only the ones that ha- can't take off their helmet. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man. I, I, I yeah. It's the Malibu Mandalorians. I mean, part of it, I think Mo's right, is fan service, and then part of it is just like, oh, I mean, you know. It's like you can have a memorial to people, and it doesn't have to be photorealistic. It can be. If somebody like, did put a big figure stylized. out of Martin Luther King, I'm going to say, hell no. That well, but you also got to think, like, in a galaxy far away long ago, like, you don't know what kind of artists they have. Like, you see their letters and shit, like, their dolls and toys, like, they look like yeah. shit. <laughs> so that's probably <laughs> the best. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a, a Banksy in, in in the new public, you know what I mean? Or 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 a Van Gogh, you know, that only comes from boring places like Earth. And nobody wants it's to watch funny. a space opera about Earth. I would watch that. <laughs> Look, um I would rate I would rate Ahsoka a four out of five as well. Uh and I do think like like I enjoyed it thoroughly, honestly, and I do feel like it it definitely has some uh very strong classic Star Wars kind of influences as a part of it. I, I, I think the only reason I have to give it a four instead of a five is just um, I do kind of feel like you lose a little something if you haven't watched Rebels. Like I feel like, you know, and not not like a whole bunch. Like I think you could enjoy it without having watched Rebels, but... It's free on Disney Plus though, so you have you no excuse not to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you can just go back and do it. It's just one of those things where I'm, you know, some people aren't going to watch it just because it's animated. Some some people aren't going to watch it because they can't get past that Ezra is like Bart Simpson. <laughs> like, I still can't watch it because of that. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, yeah Jay. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Let's move on, good people. Um, and you know what? There was something I wanted to ask you, Mo, but I forgot. Like, you had said something, and I was like, I should ask Mo about that. But, oh, ask me. Ask me. No, but I think I think I've lost it. Uh, I think I've lost it. Derek, thank so you for your call. I do want to remind people to pick up uh, the ship with the red hair. Uh, yeah. I have, I have a very big announcement about the ship with the red hair also. Oh, you want to do it now, or? Can I do it now? Is that okay? I don't yeah. want to yeah. jump in. Uh, the ship with red hair, uh, which is available... <laughs> It's a bit which is available uh, on uh, in real book form, uh, but for people like Joe, it's also available in Kindle form. So you don't have to dirty your pans with filthy uh, paper. You can use get watch it in digital, or if you can't if you can't read, uh, which I'm sure there's somebody out there complaining about. Now I'm, I'm illiterate. I can't I can't read I can't read that book. That you that's against that's against illiterate people. How dare you not have a, a version for illiterate? 
I now have a version for people who can't read. Uh, it's not on Audible. It is uh, it is uh, uh, somebody reads it to you like a little kid. So you can uh, go on to uh, audible.com. Uh, if, if you have a Prime membership, I'm sure you probably have got some, got some way to get it free uh, for, with your Prime membership or whatever. Or you can just pay the $6 or whatever. It's only 6 Come on, people. Uh, so you can go go there. Go to audible.com. Uh, type in The Ship of the Red Hair or type in Derek Hopkins or type in Awesome Book I want to listen to because I can't read and I'm illiterate <laughs> and nobody taught me how to read. Uh, go, you can go, go watch it there. It, you can listen to the whole thing probably in uh, three or four days because it's, it's, it's a quick read. Uh, so please go do that now. Uh, either read it, uh, have it or have it read to you or dirty your fingers by touching actual paper. Either way, it's, it's <laughs> literally all formats now. I know I remember somebody saying that they're waiting for it to be in uh, uh, audio and it is now in audio. So thank you very much. All right. Good job, Derek. Thank you, buddy. And we definitely want to have you on sometime in the near future, man, to talk to us about the book. Yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope all you I hope all of you uh uh read it. Uh, Lawrence sent me a very a very nice uh, uh message about the fact that the fact that he actually did read it, which makes me incredible. Uh, you don't even know how <laughs> how happy I am that somebody uh, uh else read it because I've read it three times, I listened to it twice. Uh so <laughs> I'm so happy that other people are reading it. I have proof of it that other people read. I'm hoping that one day I'm waiting. I'll keep watching my phone, Jay. Wait, waiting for you to send me an email or something saying that you have you have uh you have read the digital version which you yelled at me about. So please, Jay, you're you're the one I'm waiting for now at this point because like I know that Moses got to, Moses shows it to me all the time. I get haircuts from Moses. I saw it. Uh, you, Jay, you're the one I need to, I need, I need uh, proof from. So. Please read it, enjoy it, and tell me how much how, how great I am, and, and how much. You <laughs> uh, and uh, that's all. Thank you very much. All right, Derek. <laughs> What's wrong, Jay? What's that? What's that face, Jay? He's thinking about reading the book. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm trying to buy the audio version. Um, but it's. It says it's free with the trial, but I just want to pay for it. Ooh. Ooh. You could get it through Amazon, though. Like, just go on your Amazon account. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, Audible and Amazon are the same. Right. You have a you have a version that's not on the internet? Because I don't, I don't deal with this internet stuff. It's too complicated. So I'm going to need a version. It's not a, a version that I can get not on the internet. All the versions are, are available on Amazon.com. Uh, from there, you get audio, audible.com, uh, you get kindle.com. I don't know, maybe. You'll be happy to know, Derek, that I do have a free gift from Audible, and I'm going to use it on your book. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, well, see, this is a great day. This is a great <laughs> day for me. Oh, yeah. Look, look, I can listen to it and read it. Get, I, realistically, like, it's two different experiences. So it is. I enjoy audiobooks and I enjoy read. Well, I don't enjoy reading, but I, I, I I'll read your book. For sure. <laughs> yeah. had, to, had to back himself up real quick. He's like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Lest people think I'm an I'm an elite intellectual, but um, but yeah, no, definitely. Like, I'm I'm excited for the Audible experience too, because I do get stuck in traffic regularly. So, and that's the perfect time to listen to audiobooks. So. 
I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna read it for the second time concurrently. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like this confused look I'm seeing on Joe's, Joe's face. I'm, I'm gonna get out of here before. <laughs> Besides right. some other format, you, say, you, you don't want to read it. You say, it's in English. I don't want it in English. I need a, I need a Slavic version. Yeah. I, 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 no, I, I just bought it. Oh. So. Assuming they don't fuck me over, because Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Amazon me. fucks people yeah. over when people try to buy from Amazon. Nobody's ever been able to successfully buy anything from Amazon ever. So. It's a, it's a coin flip. <laughs> you get what's ordered from Amazon.com. Okay. All right. All right, Derek. Derek. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thank you. Later. <laughs> yeah, it's too last funny, time, man. Last time I, I hung I'm out so with Derek. Your fucking Amazon. God damn. Yeah. And they're the only game in town, too. Like, that's what's fucked up about it. <laughs> yeah, last yeah, time I... I was, Void Rivals and... It won't let me. Why would I let you buy Void Rivals? I don't know. Something with Comixology is fucked right now. Yeah. Mm. Well, like when we were trying to do the 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 book, that was it the the Black Betra Blood Betrayal or whatever, and mm -hmm. it's like like literally like the book has the URL that you need to put or or the search keywords and they don't come up. I, I looked on Comixology on five different platforms, and it's not like. Is not showing up. Like, maybe if I get a Amazon phone, <laughs> a Fire phone, like maybe I can do that. But not even the tablet. And I'm like, dude, like this is your, like you own this. Like <laughs> I should right, be able to right. whatever I want here. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's it's so weird. Like, you know, I was buying all of the Night Terror stuff, right? Yeah. And for some reason it all disappeared. It all got refunded, like returned, refunded. I didn't ask for that to happen, but yeah. they just did it. And now all my Night Terror, almost all my Night Terror books are gone. That's and crazy. It's, it's been held like, sometimes it'll let me buy a book and sometimes it just won't. Like I was able to buy Wonder Woman uh, 800 today, but when I tried to buy Void Rivals, it wouldn't let me. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with. Does it give you an error code or anything? Like anything you can use to like for support? Say again? Does it give you like an error code or something? No. Yeah. yeah. I just found out a thing about reference numbers. <laughs> right. Apparently, you got to write those downs. <laughs> like, whenever you have an issue. <laughs> oh, oh you're you talking about for yeah. errors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, like, Emily's like, make sure to write it down and confirm it. I'm like, confirm it? Like, I wrote it down when I heard it. And she's like, no, confirm it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, you need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucked. Like, I might have to just stop buying comics. No, no, no. That's not the answer. What are you talking nonsense? Just buy what? physical. Hey, and here's the thing, Jay. The real or digital from someplace else. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just gonna pirate. No more buying, just pirating. Well, look, let's 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 make uh you know, let, let's get enough traction so that we can just get 
comps <laughs> so that yeah. you can get your comics, even digital comps. Like, hey, just send me the PDF, please. You can watermark it with my name so that you know if I if I put it on a server or something, you know it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they do with movies. So, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that was so dope. Like, yeah, having comics with your name in them, like, that'd yeah. be, I would love like, that. Happened when I watched uh, Wolf Wakers or Wolf Walkers, yeah. right? You have my name on it. I was like, oh shit, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. We should put that on our channel. Like Jay's <laughs> there was a uh, I, which I think I told you all about this once before, but it's been a while. But there was a random issue of cable that one of the characters like had my name, yeah. Oh, wow. And when I read that, like, and it's just like a random, it's not like any kind of special dude, it's like some like, yeah. random like shield, shield agent or something. And he's just like, Shield agent Lawrence Young. I was like, Oh, schmack, I'm in the comic, it, but it was a white guy. But I was like, I'm in the comic. But I remember reading that joint, and I was just like, Dude, like, and it's just wild because I was like, hey, hey, if they make Nick Nick Fury black, they can make Larry Young black, <laughs> dude, that would be the shit if they decide to put him in a movie and like. The dude they get to do in the movie like likes us, and he's like, "Can you just play Larry Young?" Dude, but the we gotta find is like the, we gotta on that issue too, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's, it's a. I'm pretty sure it was an issue of cable, and I yeah. read it, and I was just like, but it was just wild because it's like, I was just like, whoa, like you know, because you you read comics and you get there's yeah. names in comics all the time, and yeah. every now and then there might be somebody that has like a first name Lawrence. And every yeah. now and then, like, there might be, like, a one or two characters who have, like, Young as a last name. But yeah. for it to be both together, I was just like, oh, my God. It blew like, my mind. I was like, young, like it was young. like, it made my whole day. Like, <laughs> and he's not Korean. Like, Young and not Korean. Right. And not Korean. <laughs> right. Like, on the phone, I get asked. I get asked. I've been asked way too many times if I was Korean. Yeah, you do have the deep, <laughs> the deep Korean voice, too, and, and the diction. <laughs> You enunciate like Korean, right? I got that Korean sound. Everyone knows that about me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to this review of Babylon Five: The Road Home. Uh, we got some movie music, some some comic book theater. Do we need comic no. book for that or no? We don't have to. I mean, I can... it. Let's see. Where is it? No, like if it's an issue, let's not do it. Theater, comic book theater. I, I was wrong. We need that. <laughs> we need that. Who, who, who was the person that was like, oh, we don't have to do it. Who said that? Beat that guy <laughs> and, Anyway, comic book theater. Shout out to Tiger Claw. Um, Babylon Five: The Road Home. Jay, you you, you want to tell us about this joint? Yeah, um, it's the new Babylon 5 movie uh, by J. Michael Straczynski. I think I said that right. Yeah, you um, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, basically Sheridan is now the president and he is leaving Babylon 5. Uh, he gets... Uh, starts doing, uh, he is basically doing a ceremony for a power plant 
but it's powered by tracheons and it ends up unsticking him in time. And so he's going through different times, realities, trying to get back home. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Um, so uh, it, I mean, like you said, written by J. Michael Straczynski. And so it's like, and that, you know, since he was the creator and writer of Babylon 5, it's like, makes this real official, super official. <laughs> so um, I know that at, at this point, Jay, I'm pretty sure you're the, you're the only person on, on that's, you know, on right now, that's like actually watched Babylon five in a real way. Like right. I've seen, I've seen at least one season, like a season, season and a half or whatnot. And, you know, it's a good, it's a good show. It's just one of those things where I know for me, I just didn't get back around to it. I've always been meaning to, because I mean, one thing that I've always loved about J. Michael Straczynski, and like I know that you know part of his personal philosophy is that like stories have beginnings, middles, and ends, and that's how he writes. And Babylon Five was no exception, because you know it had like the the show was set up to be five seasons, and that's what they did, and that was the end until now. <laughs> you know, or even though I think they may have done some comics as well, I think maybe you know I don't know. They did but, some comics and they did some TV movies. Oh, and they then, did TV movies too. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. And they did a okay. they did a spinoff show too that I forget what it was called. I think it was mm-hmm. like a but I don't know how much but, he had to do with that. But it's still again, it's still like spinoff. It didn't affect the main five seasons. You know, right? And Everything, I mean, and I think the- they do like. Like the movies take place in between episodes or eras or even before or after too. Like they don't affect right. the main season fully. Mm-hmm. And and I think more than anything, it's just the idea that you know he likes to tell complete stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like this this is no exception. Um, but you know I, I I feel like there's definitely something like obviously the experience of somebody who's watched Babylon 5 you know from start to finish this movie is going to be a different experience for them than it is for somebody like myself or Moses mm-hmm. so can you speak to that a little bit Jay and like what, what the difference is there oh wait what's Tiger Claw says the VFX on Babylon 5 were pretty good back in the days they just don't hold up today yeah yeah we know what you meant Tiger Claw and yeah I mean that's 100% true but that's the show was made it like Huh? 95 or something like 94 yeah, like mid 90s yeah exactly like they look really good <laughs> yeah but it's funny because just as a as a quick aside i'm actually watching they they there's a a, a gundam series that i'm watching right now that is cg um it's a cg gundam series which i think it might well it's one of the few but it is like a, I think a mid '90s series CG series, and it holds up really well. Like I was actually kind of blown away by how good it looks, especially considering like you know comparing it to like say something like uh, 
Well, you know, and I guess that's an unfair comparison, but like I said, like comparing it to something like a um a Beast Wars. Okay. Or like a rough or like a roughnecks, which came okay. out roughly in that same era, which I, yeah. are both shows that I thoroughly enjoy. But when you look back at that CG, uh, it's it's a little rough. You know what I'm saying? Like things move in in a way that looks very unnatural. But the big difference is this wasn't, you know, like those are TV series that had like a certain number of episodes per season, and the Gundam things are like OVAs. So, you know, they were they did like three episodes, and that's like a season, then they did like another couple sets of that. So that's a whole different thing. I'm sure they had a did you watch live action Gundam already? Like you're watching them in I, order. I am. I'm watching the UC, uh, the UC oh, Century okay. stuff in order, and yeah, I did watch the live action Gundam one, and uh, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> G G Savior, I'm pretty sure it's what it's called. Yeah, that's what. It and is. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, wow, like, and yeah, the the CG on that's pretty bad. Like, <laughs> like it's not terrible. Like it, it could be, especially again, given the time, because that's like I think that was early nineties. So it's like, G Savior. Yeah. No, G -Savior. no, no, G Savior. I think was uh, because that's the one that had CGI in it. Like everything was CGI except the people, right? Like it was all green screen. Like that was like two thousand two, I think. Uh. G Savior, I'm looking it up real quick. It G Savior. It might have been when I saw it. Was it like? Yeah, it is the live. G Savior is the live action one, um, and it does look like it. It was actually, you know, it was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, and so it's late nineties, but yeah, you wouldn't know it by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, but anyway. So I guess we got to wait for Jay to come back because I was like asking mm -hmm. him a question. He's like, y'all start talking about Gundam. He's like, no, thank you. <laughs> what I can say about this, like I really enjoyed this like self-contained story. It did give me mm -hmm. a little bit of like, I remember seeing some of these characters in commercials or in, yeah. in channels, you know? And that's the hard mm -hmm. part about Babylon 5 because it was like a self-contained story Mm -hmm. uh, between seasons so picking up a random episode like you had to wait for reruns like we didn't have streaming yeah. you know right. so and that that's like i think my history with it i've only watched like two episodes at most and mm -hmm. they were like either a quirky episode that's a little one-off or or something mm -hmm. that i felt like i could just stay here like it, it was captivating enough <laughs> that i didn't right. feel like the backstory and <clears throat> This movie kind of had that feel to it, <laughs> where it's like, okay, like they tell me enough through dialogue, without you know, about mm -hmm. what everything is, and and yeah, and then I just go on this adventure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would agree with you in the sense that there was no point in the movie that I felt lost, like I was like, what's going on? What's happening? It was it, none of that happens at all because I think you they do tell you everything you need to know inside the movie itself. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, uh, it, I, I feel like for me, it just felt as though, and, and, and I don't even know that this would be the experience of just anybody, like, you know, say if someone's never heard of Babylon 5 and they just watch this movie, mm 
I, they might just watch it and be perfectly fine. I think it's just me being a bit more like understanding that Babylon five was a series that I haven't watched yet mm-hmm. and being able to kind of infer in like little moments where I'm like, okay, like when that person showed up on screen, that was supposed to be like a moment for me to be like, Oh, it's such and such, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know, like, Oh, even like, like even the different timelines, yeah. like, did he like jump into an episode? Like, <laughs> you know, like, is that like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe look, he might've, yeah, but I agree. Like, I was just like, oh, man. Like, so you know, awesome and, I watched Babylon 5 from beginning to end now. No, and, and I think that that's what happened with me, too, where I kind of was watching this joint, and I'm like, dude, you know what? I think I'm going to go watch Babylon 5 and come back and watch this joint again. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so that way it's like, cause, and especially considering, like, the amount of time that it's probably going to take me to actually get through Babylon 5, because I'm not going to, like, just, like, binge it hard. It's like, I'll watch it periodically or whatever and enjoy it and just be like, okay, this was cool. You know, get through one season, then two seasons. Finally, I'll get to the end of five. By the time I do that, I'll go back to this joint and it'll be like watching it for the first time almost. <laughs> you know, because I'll be like, wow, like there, there'll be so much time in between that. And, and then I'll get the references and stuff and I'll be like, wow, this is like, you know, somebody should have told me to watch this back in the day when it came out. No. <laughs> So, I don't know. Jay, talk, talk to us about what the experience is like as a person that's actually watched Babylon 5. Oh, it was fun. Um, it, yeah, like, it was cool seeing the characters again. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was fun. There's one callback in particular that I really, I don't know, I liked it more than I should have. Which one? But, uh, there's a part where Sheridan, uh, he's in this dimension and he's talking to this guy and he's not feeling good. And he's talking about how, like, uh, he says something to the effect of, uh, I'll let you know when the room stops spinning. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy is like, well, you know, the whole station spins. That's how we have the gravity. That's mm-hmm. actually a callback from the first episode where mm-hmm. one of the aliens was like, he had caused a bunch of trouble and, uh, you know, he got a little bit hurt from it. But the dude, Sheridan's like, yeah, you have to explain, I uh, need you to explain yourself. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it when the room stops spinning. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, the room's always spinning. That's how we have gravity. <laughs> and the dude's like, so that uh, the dude is like, uh, so hence you see my problem. <laughs> just- mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So uh, I, I did want to ask you too, like did the entire cast come back to do all the voices? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and everyone came I'm, back. And I know that, you know, I mean, the show is pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, does anybody sound, like, noticeably different? No. Okay. Like, That's I didn't great. notice any differences. Okay. Now, it has been a while since I watched the show. Uh-huh. 
So, you know, if someone's voice is a little off, I probably wouldn't remember it that well. But everyone sounded fine to me. Okay. Yeah, that that's cool. I mean, it, like, I was just in here, like, watching the joint. And, you know, everybody sounded good to me. But at the same time, like, I hadn't watched nearly enough Babylon 5 to, like, make a compare and contrast. And so I was just, like, wondering because I'm like, like I don't what I mean was was Babylon Five like early two thousands? No. Oh, Derek Gay says Deline died a while ago, so I guess she didn't come back. Okay, well, that's good to know. But no, I mean, was it late nineties? Like ninety five to like two thousand, right? Or ninety four to ninety nine? Damn, that's crazy. But 93 to 98. That's Damn. That's like a lifetime ago. Literally. Like, <laughs> like well, I remember when it premiered and like trying to get ca- to catch it, but it premiered like I didn't have a TV yet. Like <laughs> so I would see like the commercial, like the, the bus ads, and I'm like, I mm-hmm. want to you know. I didn't get my right. TV until I was like eleven. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, man. No, I, I watched it late too. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it when it was in on in a syndication. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's what happens sometimes, right? And especially like again, like a show like Babylon Five, like Mo, you mentioned, where it's like the joint was it, it was a serialized television show at a time when that wasn't really a thing. You know what I mean? Like most most shows especially considering you know it's not like you had there was no dvr or anything like if you were recording yeah. stuff that was like literally a choice you made with yeah. your vcr to record and something at a specific time and then so, because you had to buy tapes to do right exactly yeah. right so it's like serialized tv wasn't much of a thing because people are like well what if somebody misses an episode <laughs> And J. Michael Shazinski's like, well, F him then. No, <laughs> look, look, obviously, like, he's like the type of person that would would miss an episode of my show is not the kind of person I want to be a fan of my show. <laughs> so, so there it is. And you they know, still you, you're beyond too, but you know, sometimes that's not enough. Yeah, yeah, and right, previously on, and also too, it's not like like even though it's serialized, it's not like. J. Michael Straczynski was writing these shows in a vacuum where, you know, or he wasn't right. I I shouldn't say he wasn't writing it in a way where it's like, he's going to try to catch you up in the episode. (laughs) He's going to try to make every episode as self-contained as you can, as it can be, but it was serialized. And so, yeah, man, that's very cool. That's very cool. But I, I definitely was like watching this animation and just kind of being like, yeah, like I know that character. I know that character. Like you know, like I or at least I remember them. I should say, I can't say I know them because again, I didn't watch enough. <laughs> but I remember the characters. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm, like I would, I would want to check that out. Like I would like to see what these things look like in live action. <laughs> I know some of them look cooler in in cartoon than what I've seen in live action. Mo- most things do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those things are much cooler in animation than they are live action. 
you know, like, and look, and like, Going back, it's like one of those things where there was some stuff that happened in Ahsoka where I was like, "Oh, dude, I did that awesome," you know, <laughs> like like that that point where she went through the like she jumped out the tower and she messed around and like used her lightsabers and smashed open the the um the like windshield from the thing and jumped and I was like, "Oh, that looked awesome. That looked like a comic book panel. That was great." And I'm like, you know, but sometimes that stuff can be very cheesy looking. In in live action, you know, so. But yeah, man. Uh, I will say that I do feel like I, I'm not, and you know, uh, this is something that I wish Oz was here for. But I, I I felt like the animation wasn't always great. Um, in the sh in in the movie, like it wasn't like terrible by any means. It just there were some parts that felt like. Maybe they were, I don't know if they were made first or made earlier or, you know, like, you know, uh, specifically, I know that when they got to the point where uh, the reality where the, the moon was getting pushed into the earth, like some of that flooding was like kind of weird looking, but I understand water is hard to animate, <laughs> you know, so I guess you got to give some people a pass to a degree, but at the same time, I was just like, oh, that's noticeably different. <laughs> like, the, uh, the the like opening like <laughs> conversation that he's having like the the president and his wife right yeah having like yeah I feel like that animation really was super clean and, and like mm -hmm. it's like three D but two D and I yeah. feel like it, it was it, you know it, it, as you watch it you feel that that's for a reason so I feel like they put a little extra work in that. And then later, it slowly, not deteriorated, but it, it went into yeah. the more traditional two D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I don't, yeah. I don't even see that as a as a bad point. Like that's just yeah. like, like how we talked about the Hellfire Gala last week. Like they had different artists, and it's right. And this is kind of how this is. It's like certain moments look <laughs> different because the dialogue in it, what's happening in it, is a little different. Right, it carries more weight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But all in all, I know for me, I felt the story was super solid. And it definitely gave me the feeling like, okay, like this is definitely accessible to those of us that aren't hardcore Babylon 5 fans. But it felt like something that was definitely like, if you are a hardcore Babylon 5 fan, you're probably like, this is actually really cool. Like, you know, really like. like for some reason you avoided Babylon 5 or didn't get to it, but you like like you know Battlestar Galactica or, or uh Star oh, yeah. Trek. Like this is yeah. for you too, you know, like it's right. Yeah, uh, you could obsess over it. Yeah. 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 And you know, like I mean honestly, it's it's really wild just because I feel like the Babylon 5, um I mean Obviously, it's something that people really associate with with Straczynski, mm -hmm. and as big of a fan as I am of his his storytelling in all, like a whole bunch of well, I, I guess maybe primarily comics. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like like I love I love reading his books. Like his his comics are awesome to me. Uh, whether you're talking about like you know the stuff that he's done like for Marvel, or whether you're talking about the stuff he did on his own imprint with like the Read at Joe's, yeah. It's like you know, yeah, com yeah, Joe's comics, yeah, and it was, I just love that that the little like diner sign, like read it, yeah. Joe's, I'm, yeah, I'm like I love that. 
And you know, like, I yeah, it's like I I just like his 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 execution and his philosophy, and so it's like one of those things where like I'm sure I would love Babylon Five if I took the time to actually just watch it all, and but I just haven't done it yet, so and I feel like this this will be the catalyst. With Straczynski, like one of the things I like about reading his books is all the characters have like a unique voice. So when you're reading mm-hmm. them, whether it's comics, like they all look different, but right. um, they they all have distinguishing factors or quirks or mm-hmm. you know. And when a show like Star Trek, like they have that, but I feel like that's a little more formulaic. Okay, you need a random yeah. alien here, but with yeah. uh, it, even in this movie. It feels with more purpose, and I know that was a yeah. thing you told me about Babylon Five before. The same dude that showed me G Savior <laughs> when I worked at the record <laughs> store. He he yeah. loved Babylon Five, and he's like, "Yeah, like it's just every character. Like there's no like no alien is random. Like there's a right. reason, and they sound different. They they talk different. Yeah. It it almost reminds me of Mass Effect too. Like yeah. So uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is tight. Like they, yeah. So, can we get an RPG that's not an RPG with a lot of shooting at a Babylon? <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny, man. Yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else they want to say about Babylon Five: The Road Home before we rate it? No, I think. Uh, All right. I'm good. Yeah. Let's, let's do it, Jay. What would you rate Babylon Five: The Road Home? I would give it a five out of five. It's just fun. It's good to look at. Um, very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just had I had a really good time watching it. Like, there it is. Five out of five. Uh, Moses Magnum, what would you rate Babylon Five? Uh, the Road Home. Look, it's in the name too, man. Five, five out of five. <laughs> it's because uh, it, it really like it's a self-contained story with something that has a a big base to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it still succeeds as it, at it. The writing's good. Straczynski's good. I, I love his writing already. And I can like what I like about him in comics, whether it's Spider Man or uh, Twilight Zone comics. Like I I get here, and it's his right. creation. He's not dealing with somebody else's creation. And right. I can see his craft in here, and the execution, the animation was was solid. Like it had a little bit issues that could have been the the internet lagging or something. I noticed some a little bit of, of mouth uh, syncing was a little off, but it could have been the internet working weird or whatever. So I, I'm not gonna like knock it off for that um, because I didn't notice it till like ten minutes before it ended. <laughs> so if mm-hmm. it was happening already, I didn't notice it because I'm captivated All by. Right. This. And the adventure, like when you talk about like space opera, like this is yeah. a really good modern space opera. When you think mm-hmm. of space opera, you think more older things and, and outdated mm-hmm. things a little bit. And even with Ahsoka too, like that one feels like a, more of a space opera too. Uh, mm-hmm. it, like old old Star Wars. So, and it was a good a good pairing uh, for mm-hmm. that year this week for what we're doing. On top of that, I didn't watch Rebels and I didn't watch Babylon Five, so I got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so for, that, right. for me in my life, it fits perfectly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, look, I'm talking about me dozing off during Ahsoka. I didn't doze off during <laughs> Babylon Five: The Road Home. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, 
I I would give it a four point five. Uh, only because I think, you know, like the little nitpick with the animation here and there or whatever. Um, but realistically, like I, I feel like the, the that score might even just be me like it might be on me for not having watched babylon 5 like if i watch babylon 5 probably a five out of five so <laughs> you know yeah but yeah, i'll say 4.5 it was great like i enjoyed it thoroughly and i you know i'm good like i said i'm gonna watch it again i think once i finish babylon 5 which you know it's okay. inspired me to actually go back and watch that that series you, so. you can watch it for free on tubi they have all seasons on tubi oh nice so, yeah so you're gonna have to deal with commercials but it's there Got it. I was thinking of just putting down the DVD box sets. (laughs) I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. Derek H is in chat. Says five point a five out of five, but Ahsoka gets a one. (laughs) I mean, did you watch Bubble on Five The Road Home? Like, can you adequately compare the two? Mm. Mm. Especially with something that has a base. uh, uh, You know what? uh, What is it? Rebels had how many seasons? Five. I don't think so. I think it's more like yeah. three or four. Okay, but you have a, you have a good amount of seasons as a base for what you're watching, and if it, they execute it better, the next chapter or the next thing they give you, they execute it better. Now, Soka has the the, the working against it that they're trying to do a show and try to go forward, and, and you know they needed to succeed like that with Babylon Five again. It's like he's, he gave you one story. It's like this: you're gonna get this, maybe in another. 10 years or so you'll get something else you know like but it's it has a, a, a finite ending and i think that works in its in its favor yeah four seasons of star wars rebels yeah 75 episodes so all right uh let's do some final thoughts and get out of here there we go <laughs> Yeah, Jay, final thoughts. Um, I know I was mentioning this before the show earlier, but I didn't mention it on the show. But it takes eight babies to equal the caloric content of an adult. So I know that now you do too. Don't ask him how he knows. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh yeah, watch Babylon 5 on Tubi. Uh watch us here on YouTube and uh or you know Twitch too. Uh like, subscribe, hit the bell, like all you Derek H, Tiger Claws, the people in chat. Just hit a like. And uh that'll help us a lot just with that. Uh we've been uh doing that and it's we've been growing slowly. And we got some stuff coming later from Long Beach Comic Con in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. You're going to only know about that if you like, subscribe, and hit the bell so you know when when it's up. There it is. There it is. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. So uh, do what Mo says. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, friggin' like and subscribe if you haven't already. We do appreciate the support. Until next week, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night.